Hi, my name is Matt McIntosh. Welcome back to Sci-Fi Junk. I tell you what, it has been a long time since I have done anything. So tonight I watched the first three episodes of Flash and thought I would give you a little bit of feedback about what Flash was about, how good or bad it was, the things I liked about it, and uh, we'll just kind of go from there. This is going to be a brief one, but I wanted to get something back in here, get going again on recording. So I didn't have a whole lot of time to do anything, but I figured Flash was probably the best place. It has been a busy season for me. I have to apologize to everybody. I have been traveling like crazy. I can't even believe how much traveling I've been doing. Um, I did everything from Boston Comic Con and New York Comic Con. Um, did Chicago twice with C2E2 and Chicago Wizard World. Um, I am going to Ohio next week. I did Richmond. I did Connecticut. Uh, we did Florida Supercon. We did S Heroes. What was it? Heroes. Heroes. Heroes Con in, in S North Carolina. I mean, it has just been one convention after another after another. We have been having a awesome blast. We have created a, a ton of new um, friends and stuff, and I am glad to be back at home for a short while before I leave again next week, but then I will be here for quite a while, and I will get back to recording on a regular schedule again, I promise. So, today we're going to talk a little bit about Flash, the new series that is out. Um, it is in its third week. Uh... Grant Gustin plays Barry Allen, and I am actually quite surprised um, just how well this is. I mean, I've always liked the Arrow series, so it kind of made me a little bit worried initially that when you know they they said they were going to be doing a Flash, just how um, how good or bad it would be, and. And I'm also kind of a sucker for TV shows, so I kind of like a lot of everything. I mean, I, I, I pretty much just watch them for what they're worth. And this one is actually really good. The character development is good. Um, it starts off really well with a great backstory on exactly how Barry Allen is is caught by this um, lightning bolt and and what's going on there. The acting is, is pretty darn good from his part. Um... I don't really have too much of a problem with the series at all. Um, so let's move forward to the first episode and talk a little bit about it and and see what we have there. So first, let me say that this character, um, the Flash, um, and they've done a real good job of building that up, but let's get back to, to the point I want to make first, is that my biggest problem with a lot of superheroes is that it seems like they're always kind of, eh, I don't want to use the word whining and complaining about, you know, how they've got to do this and how they've got to do that, and that was always my favorite part about Iron Man, um, and it's also my favorite part about on the Fantastic Four Flame. Those two guys, they um, are Human Torch, or whatever his name is. But those two guys, both of them, I like them because they accept what's happening to them. They accept the responsibility and they go on. Um, 
this character is very much the same. Um, he has basically decided that he's give a, given a gift and he's going to make a difference. So, that said, uh, moving into the first episode, basically, it's nine months after you know the, the explosion at Star Labs. Um, he wakes up and um, from a coma and uh, he's in Star Labs with his previous idol um, in a wheelchair harmed from the same explosion and on his and doing his recovery um, he decides that you know he's got to go and he finds out you know for more or less that uh, um, he's got these new powers these speed powers now these speed powers um I, I like the way that they introduced the powers. I like the way that the that the speed took over. If I had to complain at this point, um, so let's talk about the first scene that I remember that really left an impact on me, and this is when uh, Barry Allen is a forensic forensic scientist genius that works for the police. He doesn't have a car. He shows up late all the time. But he's got this genius personality um, way of looking at things. It reminds me a lot of, if, if you're watching forever, um, it reminds me a lot of that guy. The same a lot of character traits there. Where he's a forensic scientist, but only because he's lived forever and he keeps dying over and over and he's fascinated about death and so on and so forth. But Back to this particular scene, he shows up at the scene, and you know they, uh, one of the um, um, detectives covers for him, says that he was out getting something for him. Anyway, he goes and he lays down on the uh, the ground and he looks at a tire track and he says it's a, you know it's a Shelby and because it's got these kind of tire tracks and because of this and he picks up a little um, what he later finds out to be manure. He suspected it at the thing and basically limits it to a drug that was in the manure saying that there was only four places that had this and kind of stuff basically limits it down to four different places for them to shop which they found the bad guy there so I was I like that scene though of of making him out to be a little bit on the the bright side um, from the get-go it wasn't something it just um, happened to him because of circumstances he's bright but he was actually a bright forensic genius when things started. Now there's also a few other things that kind of stand out. Um, I noticed when they were walking through the um, Star Labs that there was a, a grod cage that had been broken from the explosion allowing it to um, escape. So that ought to be interesting um, in future episodes. Um, there was also another thing I thought was really interesting is the um, uh, Wells enters the secret chamber and stands up from his wheelchair, which he was supposed to be him, takes off his glasses and looks at a newspaper from ten years in the future. Now, interestingly enough, it talks about the flash missing and vanishing in a crisis. But the other things that were interesting on that front page was Red Skies Vanish and Wayne Tech Queen Incorporated merger complete. Now that one's really interesting. So more there to to uh, 
to look into also. And then we get to the costume. Um, I thought the costume was kind of cool, you know, the retro costume from uh, um, from way back. Um, I I like it. I think it's a good one. Um, I not really sure which one I'd prefer over it if I had to pick one, but I think it was really cool. Not to mention, I think the team at Star Labs is also really well picked out. I mean, you basically have um, the between the four of them, between Flash and and um, and the other three that Wells and his two um, assistants that were there. A little bit of backstory line there that was kind of a little shaky in my mind. I mean, um, I don't even remember her name. Uh, what was her name? It is Iris West, I think. No, that's the daughter of the one. So it had to have been Caitlin Snow. She was basically... Yeah, so basically she worked there and her boyfriend died and they met there and then she's still here with him after he's been discredited and, and everything. I don't know. I was a little bit odd and a little bit shaky in, in, in that piece, but, you know, it, it, I can go along with it, I can see it, I can understand it, I mean, it's, so, uh, but I think the team of the, the, the young kid, I don't even remember his name, that works there, he's just, <laughs> he's just great entertainment, I mean, he really is, he's just, um, Um, it's oh, it's it's Cisco, Cisco Raymond. That's what it is. That's his name. So Cisco is an awesome character. I mean, he is the ultra geek that builds the toys that they use for everything. And so at their initial test, when they're doing the uh, the test of how fast can he run and what kind of powers does he have. He says, you know, the two doctors, the other two are going to monitor him and see where he's going. And he asks him, well, what do you do? And he says, well, I build the toys. And I tell you what, this guy is is a lot of fun, but he's the ultra geek that when he sees something, he's like, oh, cool. And so you can kind of relate to that. Being being a little bit of a geek myself, I can kind of see his, his passion and they the acting behind it, you can see it really flow through as if he was really there and filling those feelings, which is kind of nice. Alright, so that brings me to the the real CW-style complaint that you have to have. And um, it hasn't really bothered me that much, but I know that as it continues to build, it's going to get extremely annoying if it does continue down the same road. So, when So when Barry Allen was young, his mother was killed, and he had seen some guy within some lightning kill him. But his dad got charged and sent to prison, and it's all these years later. Now, this cop friend of his, of his father's, raised him, but had to charge his father with murder, and basically is saying, look, you just got to admit the facts that your dad did it. So, Barry had grown up with his daughter. Barry had had grown up with the detective Joe West being his fill-in father, and her daughter, Iris West, is the one that he's got the... 
hidden love for her. Now, of course, he goes into a coma for X length of time. Six, nine months. I don't even remember how long it was anymore. Um, and when he wakes up, she has fallen for a new cop that had taken... that had just started at the police station when he... right before he um, went into his coma. And... that cop has basically started a relationship with her. So this, of course, being the CW twist on things, so far it hasn't been real bad. Um, You can tell it's there. He does certain things. He walks up and sees them together. He doesn't like it, that kind of stuff. I mean, there's there's that part of the story, and then there's the actual Flash story that's that's going on next to it. So far it hasn't been that bad, but that's one of those things, that's the warning, that's the CW warning that, yeah, it still has that teeny bopper love story to it. And we'll just have to see where it goes. Um, Alright, so now let's get into the concept of the different episodes and see what, we've, what we can pull out there. So, apparently, when the storm that was created by the Super Collider failing, which is the story here. Star Labs created a new Super Collider. They were going to expand science and blah, blah, blah. Um, It failed, caused a a huge explosion, just killed a lot of people, but lightning from the storm that it created or amplified... um, got a couple of people and caused them to have special effects. Barry being one of these, um, waking up from his coma, he finds out he has these powers, but in the meantime, there's been other ones. So, the the second episode, after the initial episode of introducing all the characters and everything, um, so he basically finds out that a, or he's at a I guess it was a university gathering for um, Simon Stagg um, getting some award and whatever um, when six gunmen storm in and basically try to take the place out. Now what he learns in the process is that he's, they're not just normal men their mega human name Denton Black who can make multiples of himself and kind of spawns from a, a chemical breakdown of, of, of his body. Now it appears that at this point, that being the second episode is the guy who multiplies himself. And then of course and then and then the next episode, the third episode, was based on the mist which was another mega-human, which has you know the ability to turn into toxic gas. Now, these different powers appear to be coming from when the storm took place, different people were in different states. So the toxic gas, the mist, comes from he was being, um, being injected for uh, the death penalty, and he was being put into the gas chamber, and that's why or that's what I'm assuming, that's where we're supposed to be. The one before, 
he was um, a scientist that was experimenting on this guy who can split his own genes. He was a genos specialist, and basically it was um, something went wrong with him or he was testing on himself. So it was a lot of coincidental all kinds of all these things going on at the same time, but it appears, and it's a fairly good concept that we've seen before in a lot of other shows, that it's going to be kind of the uh, bad guy of the week every week. He's going to run into someone else that's a, that's a super... Uh, I don't even remember what they're calling them. Super... Uh, superhuman? No, megahuman. It's going to be a megahuman. And so as they find these megahumans, Flash is going to go to the bad ones and take them out and the good ones, blah, blah, blah. Now, this was the third week was also the first week where they decide that they've got, they can't just kill them all. So they have to create a prison and they convert the um, particle accelerator um the one that blew up, and I'm not sure exactly how they did that. Um, it blew up, but yet they went down there, and it didn't look like it was in that bad of shape. But either way, they're using it as a jail because of the the way it's uh, arranged and everything. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how it goes. I mean, so far, so good. We've had three good episodes. We had a nice introduction episode. We had a nice backstory. We know what how it came from. We've had some really good character building. I'm not sure exactly why um, the head of Star Labs insists on um, why he insists on being why he insists on being handicapped or pretending to be handicapped and pretending to need. Um, I know he's got, obviously, it appears that possibly the powers to see in the future, or uh, maybe the ability to heal, or I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I, I'm assuming that he doesn't have the ability to heal, but, you know, I, I don't know. That's what I don't understand is why he's hiding the fact that he can actually walk instead of just... Um, saying it. So there's got to be some more there, but that's kind of uh, one of those those things where you're just like, why is he doing this? What difference does it make if he runs around in a wheelchair all the time? Unless, of course, this is one of those things of history. You know, history had him in a wheelchair, so they had to put him in a wheelchair. Um, and that could be. And maybe he was, maybe it's just a historical thing. I don't know. Uh, I'm not real familiar with the, uh, the Flash histor- history here and all the old stories and everything. So... Um, thumbs up on characters, thumbs up on stories, thumbs thumbs up on concepts. Um, I love the flashback to um, Green Arrow and him going to talk to him and everything. Um, I wasn't real convinced about the the father figure speaking to him and and telling him he didn't want him doing this. I felt that he was it was over it was overdone that he didn't want him to do it. And then when when the star, the Harrison Wells, the, the um, owner of Star Industries, talked to him. He convinced him to support him instead, and then all of a sudden, now he's gone completely the opposite direction. Now he's like, not only you know it's a good thing, but he's like, oh, you have to do it. You have to save the world, and blah blah blah. So now it's gone completely the opposite direction. So that not really, not really fond of that, but that can be overlooked because it's going to just be a short-lived part of the story, and it's just going to continue to support them. I love the cast so far. Um, all of the cast members seem to be filling their roles very well. Um, I look forward to Felicity. Um, I'm hoping that she will come and, and 
at some point um, marry him or join him or whatever happens up happening there that will be great and I look forward to it and um, so overall I'd say there's a whole lot more thumbs up than there is down it's very enjoyable um, very watchable um, and I look forward to seeing the next couple of episodes as they come out and we will definitely be back to let you know uh, an update as a few more episodes pass and I'll be back hopefully here in the next week and get you another show and kind of do a review on a couple of other things. I've got tons of stuff to do. Uh, I've got tons of movies to see. I've got tons of things and if there's something that you'd like for me to review, please let me know. Um, you can always be reach us at uh, scifijunk.com and you can reach me at matt at scifijunk.com and if you need anything, just let me know. And thanks a lot for listening. We'll talk to you again next time.